it is episode 356. Thank you for joining me. I am Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad. I am the eclectic one. I am the world sketchbook champion, lifelong pop culture fanatic, comic book reader. I know things. I know too many things. That's why I have this show. And right here, right now, we're talking Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie, somewhat the sequel, side tangent to Suicide Squad. That was another maligned live-action DC Extended Universe movie. Here we go. I spent a lot of time on Wonder Woman 1984 to understand it. How much time do you think I spent on this movie? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you for joining me. So, I really, I just got to jump right into this movie. I, I feel like there's so much <laughs> of an urge for me to do more and more of this. Uh, you know, to tell you uh, less and less about my life. <laughs> and let's just talk movies. But before we jump into that, uh, Indiegogo, Trial by Fire, Uzi Susie is on Etsy. Th those are two of my comic book passion projects. Trial by Fire, 69 pages of superhero sci-fi 90s goodness. Uzi Susie is a mini comic. Uh, it's it's a, an experience. It's something I feel like is super new when it comes to the genre of mini comics. And I'm hoping it dominates award season. But both of them are available. If you want to support me, that's a good way to do it, people. And really, a million times. Thank you so much for joining me. Because what we're about to talk about, Birds of Prey, 2020. The Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, directed by Kathy Yan, written by Christina Hodson. Okay, so we have all girls, all girls making this movie. We have all women in this movie. We have a male villain that uh, <laughs> gets kicked off of a pier and explodes. Uh, great effect, by the way, like computer or not, great effect. But he explodes at the end of the movie. The Black Mask. Uh, now, we're dealing in the Dark Knight universe. We're dealing in the DC Extended Universe. This is a movie that has ties to Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad got reeked, raped, uh, uh, run, rained through the coals, okay? That movie got gutted from the inside out. And I believe, like, when it comes to the third act to the real resolution of that movie. You know, what the heroes are up against or what the protagonists are up against because everyone in Suicide Squad is essentially a villain. <sighs> yeah, they go up against a mystical element, a mystical threat, and it doesn't sell. Now, Suicide Squad's pretty 100% solid up until that point. This movie echoes a lot of uh, David Ayers, that's our writer-director of Suicide Squad. This movie echoes a lot of the look and feel, and I would say even the presentation of Suicide Squad, meaning, you know, a character that we don't know pops up on screen, we freeze frame, uh, we have a little title card. It's just fun stuff. It's uh, very commercial, very MTV video, uh, and boy, do I hate using that term. <laughs> I, I, I hate when people say describe things in that but I will say um, uh, Transformers 5 the, uh, not Age of Extinction the, uh, the the Last Night uses that technique too when they introduce the new Decepticons and it's pretty effing cool 
I, I love it. I never get bored of it. Freeze frame. Tell me who people are and put some fun like bio information on them. So this movie gets labeled as a social justice warrior. SJW love fest. It's a jizz fest. It's it's people <laughs> like yeah that want to go in and uh, they're adding their politics on top of a movie that they believe has politics. Now here's the thing: this movie, uh, this movie does, and. I don't think it's thick enough and I don't think it's heavy enough to take you out of the story and the overall fun it is to watch this movie and what this movie gives us that we wanted, you know, from Harley Quinn's standpoint from Suicide Squad, meaning we have amazing acrobatics from Harley Quinn. We get to see how Harley Quinn is a weapon like of herself. We see how she gets to, um, you know, go toe to toe with the, you know, with Joker. Now she is a character within this universe of her own. She's a threat of her own. We see her with the mallet. We see her with the baseball bat. Uh, there's one scene, okay, where there uh, she's trying to rescue the girl because the girl has a diamond, and that's the plot. We're all trying to get a girl that has a diamond, <laughs> and. We're in this like auto shop, and she ricochets the bat like off the ground, off a, a guy's head. It flips through the air, and she catches it by the handle. Very daredevil like, but totally cool. Um, the choreography for this movie is very, very Black Widow, meaning we're using uh, momentum. We're doing more like uh, lucha libre wrestling techniques uh you know some super punches some like overpowering of men but we're usually using momentum against men now atomic blonde uh and i would say rogue one are kind of like two movies that don't but they kind of you know like when 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 uh this movie was made when it was put together that was on the radar and people knew to choreograph things a certain way so it was believable but at the same time i'm still watching a comic book movie i'm watching a a fantasy i'm watching um this fantasy made by women for women but to be enjoyed by all and it's no different than you know like with my girlfriend and i if i say hey you want to watch demolition man like you, you want to watch First Blood? Let's watch Rocky Four again, and you get that eye roll. Okay, those movies were never made for women, so why can we have like a superhero movie not made for men? But I don't know. I think this movie definitely has enough. It's also a movie surrounded by just again like beautiful people. <laughs> Ewan McGregor is a ton of fun in this movie. Everyone around him is a freaking model. The set design for this movie, I love it. The look of this movie, I absolutely love it. The environment of Ewan McGregor, the circus or the funhouse finale, the docks at the end, the raining scene, the where she uh Cassandra Kane, she rescues Cassandra Kane, that's the girl that swallowed the diamond. Uh, that rain scene or that fire alarm scene is as good as any rain scene or any hallway marching through, like, you know, going through the people one by one. Very old boy with the hammer stuff. You know, 
looking at you, Watchmen, Zack Snyder, it's it's as good as any of those. So it's a well choreographed, well shot. The set pieces are all memorable. Yeah, and it took me a couple times to watch this movie for it to kind of hit to hit me. Because the first time I tried watching this movie, I think the first fifteen minutes are really rough. Really, I mean they're rough. Maybe one of the first fifteen minutes uh, of all of these DCEU movies. But once you're through that and you kind of see we're a little bit on, <laughs> it sounds crazy, a hero's journey, it's it's good to get locked in. And it's and like I said, I can watch this movie if I'm going to suspend disbelief when I watch Man of Steel on these other levels. I'm going to suspend disbelief when I watch Birds of Prey. This movie deserves multiple looks. It deserves time to simmer. And along the way, <laughs> uh, as a cinephile, you know, the pop culture uh, parade, the pop culture generals out there, we kind of, it sounds funny to say, just to say it out loud, because I'm talking about a movie, but we have to forgive this movie. And we have to respect that it did build a vigilante team that can be seen in any Batman movie. I mean, I don't know why they don't use the Huntress from this movie and everything. Black Canary, yeah, but she's super hot, <laughs> super athletic. Let's go. You know, she has her powers. They use the powers. Uh, you know, we got Harley Quinn on roller skates in this movie. Great sequence at the end. Uh, Black Canary clears the room out and propels Harley Quinn to Cassandra Cain, who's being stolen by the Black Mask, on roller skates. So it's a Sonic Blast roller skate, you know, Mario Kart, <laughs> like, turbo boost. And then we have this whole really cool action sequence of, you know, an old-looking Dick Tracy vehicle, Harley Quinn on roller skates, using her, her, her momentum, like, flipping around, doing really crazy stuff. And it's a ton of fun, and this movie's great because I, by the end of this movie, Harley Quinn is just, like, destroyed. She's banged up. She's bruised. She's bloody. She's battered. I love, like, I call it the diehard effect. I love movies that by the end, the hero is just, like, destroyed. They're just bloody and scarred and scabbed. I just, I don't know. It's That's part of the fantasy for me. We have the introduction of Harley Quinn and hyenas we have a amazing credit sequence card you know that basically tells us the backstory of her breaking up with the joker we have an awesome end credit sequence uh motion graphics really high-end stuff we have a ton of purple and i'm in love with movies using purple if you watch me on youtube you know i love the backlight i love the uh the lighting effects we have really tight costume design uh, it, it's a costume design that is of a vision. We have marketing and, and all these other things around this movie, like the posters and the, the print ads were just really well done. This is why we love movies. This is the power of some of these film companies, you know, because they're, they're not just making a film. They're injecting something into, like, culture. Now, this movie... Too like lost a lot of money. Did it, it wasn't a smash hit. I think this movie needed some of the DCEU, just like Shazam needed uh, a boost. You need the Man of Steel 
in Shazam. You need the Joker and you need some of the, the Dark Knight. And you need these other aspects of her universe in this movie. Iron Man 2 had so much hype because we knew we were pretty much getting the Marvel Cinematic Universe at that time. We knew there was going to be this slow expansion. And the excitement, just knowing that the Black Widow was in that movie, it was awesome. I don't know, people. I think this movie gets a really bad rap. And it's, it's to me, it's a ton of fun surrounded by hot babes. And it looks beautiful. And it's funny. It's quippy. It has, like, food humor. I don't really care. The the food humor, the, the Gilmore Girls, like, humor is... I Everyone calls it Josh Whedon humor. I call it Gilmore Girls. Because I think Gilmore Girls perfected everything that Josh Whedon thought he was doing. But I don't know. <laughs> Outside of all that, uh, it's no different than jokes in a, uh, you know, last action hero, Demolition Man, not carrying over, or some of those puns, or some of those, that macho-ness not coming through to a girl. I dig it here, though. I dig it. Uh, but that first 15 minutes, I will say it again. Boy, is it tough. I just feel like the movie needed a pop early. It really needed Harley Quinn doing some type of heist something crazy and and we really didn't get that we got uh, her crying squirting cheese in her mouth Ugh. the first 15 minutes killed this movie i think for everyone if you could make it past the first 15 minutes anyway i keep repeating myself thanks for joining me episode 356 can you believe it episode 357 we will be doing the harley quinn animated cartoon available on hbo max and the dc universe app holy crap really blew me away i think this might be the first time <laughs> we're oh my god that, that we're actually discussing uh an animated cartoon like you know back in the early days i remember uh, norm and i discussing some of the 90s x-men cartoon and we did do a power rangers episode that might be it so holy crap uh, over 300 episodes since any of that so we'll do that. We're still not done with T um, DC calls. We have Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, another animated feature uh, featuring Harley Quinn. Holy crap. Uh, I totally love that. And then we're going to be doing the Terminator <laughs> animated movie. So we're doing some cartoons, uh, but we're, we're going to roll it back into some live, live action stuff. We're going to roll into a lot of Netflix stuff. If you're really big on Netflix, you're going to want to hang around next month. Everyone, until then, I love you so much. Try by Fire, Indiegogo, Uzi Susie, on Etsy. Support your boy. And you can find me all across social media. And don't forget, hit akapad.com. Until then, rock and roll.